of Destiny Total Sports Ministry in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduced to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colophon. God bless you as you listen. Our Father, we thank you. We give all the glory to you for this first day of the meeting. Thank you for your presence that we are witnessing already. Thank you also for the open heaven. Thank you because you are ready to speak to our souls. Thank you because you want to bless your people very quick. Lord, please, we ask you don't pass anyone by here. Reach out to everyone and each of us, even those that are still on their way, coming hasting their feet. Bless everyone here in the name of Jesus. Effect the work of Calvary in the life of everyone. Let the power of the resurrection of Jesus destroy every activity of the wicked. Establish your people in their various careers. Cause those ones that door has been shut over. That the doors be open again in the name of Jesus. Let chains fall off the feet of your people. Let the eyes of the blind be open. Let any destiny buried in any grave. Let there be an eruption. Let the power of the resurrection of Christ resurrect that glorious destiny again. Let the destiny of your people shine forth in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you have answered. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. This first day of the meeting, we are trusting the Lord that God will bless you marvelously. He will do something good for you. But please, I want to beg us, let everyone sit down and listen so that you can receive the blessing. God conveys his blessing to the people by his word. He sent his word and his word healed them and his word delivered them from their destructions. Every inheritance that God reserved for his people can be communicated to them by his word, by his word. By his word. So it's important that you pay a good attention as the word begins to come to you. You keep it in your heart. He said, My son, give attention to my word. Incline your ear unto my saying. Let it not depart from your eyes. Keep it at the midst of your heart. He said, It will be life to those that found them and health to all their flesh. So whenever we can found the word of God concerning every issue in life, God will deliver what your desire is into your hands. Are we saying amen? There is a desire of your heart. God is going to deliver it into your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. In every field of life, God is raising a new generation. The generation that came before us, they are failing seriously and God is still interested to raise a new generation that can make a change and I'm trusting the Lord that you are among that generation that is why God made you to sit in his presence today and we want to say also that you open your ears let your heart be ready even as we have asked the Lord to prepare the heart of the people that the seed of the word of God as he comes that heart becomes a fertile land where the word of God will drop and germinate and produce to 60 folds, 100 folds. I will say amen. You will be fruitful. I say you will be fruitful in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Now, the theme of our meeting is love unreservedly. Love unreservedly. The text, Matthew 22, from 37. Matthew 22, verses 37. And Jesus said unto him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. Verse 38. This is the first and the great commandment. 39. And the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Verses 40. Verse 40. On these two commandments hang all the law and prophets. On these two commandments hang all the law and prophets. Look at verses 40. The picture that verse 40 paints becomes necessary that anyone that understands God is just like you are in a school. They summarize the whole mathematics and tell you this is just the answer. And God said from Genesis to Malachi, he said, this is the summary of the law. This is the summary of the law. Everything you see from Genesis to the book of Malachi, God said, let me summarize it for you so that you will not give your brain problem. Let me make it simple for you so that you will not struggle anymore. He said, look at it. These two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And what is the law and the prophets? Genesis to Malachi. Genesis to Malachi, that is where you get all the laws, where you get all the prophets, whatever they say is there, before our Lord Jesus Christ came. Are we saying amen? Now it's important to understand that for God to summarize the whole law and now make it simple so that we will not have brain problem. Go again to verses 37. Now look at verse 37, another one that is important that you need to note as we begin to study. The next that you need to note is this. Jesus said unto him, you shall love the Lord your God with all. Can somebody say all? Can somebody say all? All my heart. Say all my heart. Again, all my soul. Again, all my mind. We want to start studying now so that we can understand. Listen, I want to say this. How I wish you can open your heart and understand what God is saying, you will walk into the blessings of God without struggle. You will see yourself walking into the blessings of God without struggle. Players, you want to be C. Ronaldo. You can be C. Ronaldo without struggle. You can be messy without struggle. You can be anything that God destined you to be in life without struggle. You can be Queen Esther without struggle. It's just understanding that makes a difference. My understanding, your understanding of the Holy Scriptures. Jesus said to them, why you err is because you don't understand the Scriptures. You don't understand the Scriptures. If you understand the scriptures, you will see yourself not erring, not staggering, not struggling in life, 
result becomes a way of life for you. It becomes a way of life for you. Now, the word there is all, all, all. That word made me to search more. It made me to be more committed. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And I went ahead, before you now see the second one, the first thing I saw the God said, he said, you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Now he said, the second is like the first one. You will love your neighbor just like yourself. Now I began to ask myself a question. What is remaining? If I should love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my mind, which heart will I use then to love my neighbor? I have emptied everything unto the Lord. I have emptied everything unto the Lord. Please, I would like us to ask good questions. The problem we have is that we read Bible, but we don't ask God questions. You just read it through. All simply means what? Please, all simply means what? All means all. If I give you all the money in my pocket, is there anyone remaining? That's no one. Now, what makes a man? The soul of the man, the mind of the man, and the heart of the man. Is there anything remaining? Man is empty now. Now God said, I want you to love me with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. That raised a great question in my heart. I began to ask myself a question, where are you? Where are you? Because when I met my wife, I said, I love you. I love you. And she asked me, I said, I love the Lord too. I began to ask myself a good question. Hey, come, young man. Let's tell ourselves the truth. Where are you? Do you actually love the Lord with all your heart? With all your soul and with all your mind? Then how do you claim you still love your wife? How do you claim you still love your children? How do you claim you still love your friends and the people that come around you? So that raised a great question that I needed to ask myself. Hey, I said, Lord, can we settle this thing? Let me know where I am. I don't want to be an hypocrite. I hope somebody's understanding what I'm saying here. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? I love you. I love you. I love you. Now I discover that it's a strong matter. God say relax. You see how people that love people when they started the job is killing the same woman. God told me something I want to share with you today. How I wish you can open your heart and get it. The one that just finished killing the last lady, because it's not today it started. They have been killing them. <laughs> it still went to her and said, I love you. Three of us. Did you tell me he didn't say I love you? He said to the lady, I love you. The day he met her, I love you. But that love needed to be proved. If it's true or false, along the line, it was proved that he never loved her. That leaves us with a great question. We need to ask good questions. We need to ask good questions. So I began to ask God. I said, Lord, I want to know where I am. I don't want to be a deceiver. 
I don't want to be an hypocrite. I don't want to be deceiving people up and down. Lord, you said I should love you with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my mind. If I love you with all my soul and all my heart and all my mind, it simply means there's no love remaining. There's no love remaining. So how do we balance this? Please, can you explain to me? Lord, can you explain? Because I need to understand this thing. I have given you the whole law. And I still tell my wife I love her. So where did I get the love from? This one I'm saying I love her. Now where did I get it from? I still said to the people that came around me, I say I love you. I love you, I love you. I hug my children. I say I love you, I love you. Ah, Lord, do I even love you with all my heart? If actually there are some love that I still have for them, are you understanding what I'm saying? It means I've not given you all. Three of us, please, are we getting this thing? It simply means I've not given the Lord all. Is it not true? If I still love him, it means I've not given the Lord all. It means I've not given him all. I now ask the Lord, why do you demand all? Why not say give me 90% or even 99.9 so that I can defend myself? So if you want to ask me, I will say the remaining 1% is all the love I claim that I love them. At least I can defend myself. But this one you threw me, ah, I can't even defend myself because what you said is 100%. I should love the Lord my God with all my heart, all my soul, and all my mind. It is not a matter. It is not a matter. Now, I want to show you the outcome of that question. May you be that child that God will begin to speak to. to. May you be that son that God will begin to speak to. May you be that daughter that God will begin to speak to. That is why God is attracted to those who are attracted to him. God is attracted to those who are attracted to him. And God began to speak to me. He said, now look at it, my son. Because you came, let me reveal something to you. This revelation will serve as your Easter package that God gave to you. Now God began to show me something. God said to me, my son, see it from this angle. It is what I said. And I can't change. What I demand from you is true. I need 100% of your heart. For you to say actually you love me, it must be 100%. It can't be 99.9. .9. It must be with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Now leave the rest. I will show you why I demand for 100% of your love. Please, are you here with me? Are you here with me? So that you can understand. Remember, he said, it is the great commandment. It is the great commandment. He said, the second is like the first. The second is like the first. You will love your neighbor as yourself. And God began to show me. Can't you see that many people who claim to love, they don't actually love. 
Are you not seeing it? How they are failing. They failed their nation. They claim they love me in the church, but they failed their nation. They failed their wives. They failed their children. They failed their husbands. They failed everywhere. They are failing every day. Every day. I love you. Tomorrow he will fail. I love you. Tomorrow she will fail. I love you. Tomorrow the children are failing too. The children that claim they love their parents are failing too. So there's commotion of what of failures. What is the reason? And God began to show me that. And that's what we are here to see today. And we are trusting the Lord that as he finished showing us that, we'll go and digest this first one tomorrow. We continue. The third day we continue. I tell you, after these three days, if you catch the revelation of Christ, everything will change. Everything about you will change. It will take a new turn. What we are saying is not minus pastors. It's not minus bishops. It's not minus pope. Anybody can be a failure if you don't understand what we're talking about. You don't understand what we're talking about. And God showed me that and he said, now this commandment can only become a reality by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Knowing it is not enough. But until there's a revelation of the person of Jesus Christ, that commandment can never be fulfilled by any man. That commandment can never be fulfilled by any man. Until that revelation is in place, that's the only time we can love God. With all of our mind and with all of our soul and with all of our heart. Any man that claims to love Without the revelation of God's love, which he expressed through Jesus, in his heart is a deceiver. God said, any man that claims to love without the revelation of God's love, which he expressed through Jesus in his heart, is a pure deceiver. The only way to know this, that God's love has been shared in the hearts of every man, that they will love the Lord unreservedly. It's only when there is a clear revelation of the person of Jesus Christ. A clear revelation of the person of Jesus Christ. And God said, I gave the commandment. But the commandment cannot be a reality until you first have a revelation of what Jesus Christ of Nazareth has done for you. It is a revelation of the love of Christ for you that makes it possible for you to love God that way. Until you understand the love of God for you that made Christ to come and die for you, you understand. Until a man understands that, Jesus said to me, it is impossible for the man to love the Lord with all his heart. With all his soul and with all his mind. It is also impossible, he said, for that man who cannot love the Lord with all his heart, with all of his soul, and with all of his mind, to love his neighbor as himself. Until there's a revelation of Jesus, 
Won't Jesus finish for me and for you on the cross of Calvary? The sufferings of Christ, the humiliation of Christ, the death of Christ, the beatings and they battered him. Just because of one thing, he loved you. He loved me. Until that revelation comes afresh in your heart. You can't love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all of your mind. And when you can love God with all your soul and with all of your heart and with all of your mind, you can never ever love your neighbor as you love yourself. You can't. You can only do muscle and claim I love you. I love you. When the trouble comes, you will know you don't love the person. You will know you don't love the person. If you have told it about the disciples of Christ, what made those men to die for Jesus? What made them to die for Christ? What made those men to die for Christ? Was because they caught the revelation of the love of Christ for man. <laughs> they caught the revelation of the love of Christ for man. When they caught the revelation of the love of Christ for man, God's love for man, they decided to do what? To lay down their life for the same God who died for them. They loved Jesus unreservedly, passionately. They loved him with everything in them. They loved him without anybody trying to convince them to love him. They loved him without clothes. They loved him without house. They loved him without car. They loved him without marriage. They loved him with everything. Even when they were hungry, they loved Christ. That is the love we're talking about. The revelation of the love of Christ. The revelation of the love of Christ. Listen, let me say something to you today. God showed me that I say, ah. God said, if you can't catch it, he said that woman you married 20 years back, one day you look at her and say, nonsense. No, no, nonsense. Rubbish. Rubbish. He said, you'd be surprised. Even you go and say, why? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Why? How did it happen? What happened? The reason we have seen so many breakdowns and people are trying to look for second option to solve the problem that are even in the church. There are so many divas in the church. Husband is leaving the wife. Wife is leaving the husband. When that comes, God began to show me the reason. They only claim that they have known the love of Christ, but they have not actually known the love of Jesus. They never knew the love of Christ. They only preached them the love of Christ, but it was not revealed to their heart. They can preach you the love of Christ, but it's not revealed. You can be hearing the love of Christ. Jesus died for us. Jesus died for us. But God is saying, has it been revealed to your heart? Has it been revealed to your heart? So that question that came from the word of God, that keeps saying, all your heart, all your heart, all your heart. That was what brought this revelation. And God said, see, 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 see. Why you see many in the church? They don't even love the church. They steal from the post of the church. 
Why do you see many in the church? They don't even love the church. They sleep with their sisters. It's because the love of Christ has not been revealed. Look at the apostles of old. There were ladies among them, but they never slept with any. They never slept with any one of them. The love of Christ in their heart kept them moving with God. They loved the Lord unreservedly. They loved the Lord unreservedly. They loved the Lord with all their heart, with all their soul. And God began to say, you can't keep your soul, you can't keep your heart, you can't keep your mind and expect that you will love anybody. It's when God takes over the whole heart, he begins to position the heart how to love. He begins to control the heart how to love. He begins to teach the heart that this is wickedness. You can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. You can't love anybody. You can't. That is why today we have seen children that use their mother for ritual. We have trained people that use their wives for ritual. Every day we are hearing people head being cut off. Young ladies, they will be screaming on top of their voice. Yet, there is a devil inside there. There is a devil inside there. They will see her head cut off. They will cut it off. Because they are looking for something. They are looking for money. I want to show you something today. That will help your life. Listen, any day you get this, any day you get this, before you ask God for anything, he will do it for you. Before you call, he wants her. A young man came to my office. When God began to show me his love, his love that doesn't faint, his love that can never be tired, his love that doesn't get worried, his love that is continuous, his love that cannot negotiate serving the Lord. And the young man came and he told me. They said he should go and empty his two accounts. He's looking for a job. After many years he graduated. They asked him to go and empty his account. Because that's the practice of our churches today. They say so, 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 so. So that God will give you back. That big thing you want God to give to you. So a seed. <laughs> they are moving away from the love of Christ. They are moving away from the love of Christ. They are moving away from the love of Christ. The Bible said that's where you're sinners. I'm coming there. Christ died for us. Do you understand what we're saying? As we're yet sinners. You can't even call God name. You can't even ask him for anything. And he died for you. And somebody says you go and sow seed. That is on the basis of the seed you sow. It's why God is doing something for you. Could you sow seed when you were a sinner? <laughs> and the young man came I said are you born again he said yes okay I know you are born again no leave your accounts let it be written well <laughs> come let's put the love of Christ to work Lord Jesus Lord Jesus this is your son you died for him show him your love show him that it's not that he, you are not a tax master that say give me something before I do something for you show him your love Lord Jesus this is what your word said. Our father, you didn't spare your own son. You delivered him all to us. He said, how will you not with him also freely give us all things? Freely give us. I said, Lord, as he stepped out of this place, show him that you still love him. 
he left here. After one week, two weeks, he called me. He was shouting. Pastor, I've got a job. I have got a job. I said, how much did you pay? He said, no money. I said, now, what do you do to that one? Love him. What do you do to that one? Love him. Who did not ask you for anything? Others are asking you, but he didn't ask you. Why is the Lord saying, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind? Because there is something he has done for you that no one could have done for you. Until you have the revelation of that thing which he has done for you. That no one could do for you. No one could do for me. You cannot love him that way. You can't love him that way. Today, many children of God are moving away from what Christ has done. They are beginning to build another kind of righteousness. Another kind of righteousness. Standing on that righteousness to touch God. They can never go and tell that you met a man that said, this is not the way. They can't touch God that way. You see this sister. Some are fasting since 24 days. Some are on top of concrete. They say they are suffering themselves how Jesus suffered. Is that what Jesus taught them? Is that what he taught them? Is that what Christ taught them? Is that what Christ taught them? I am here to celebrate the love of my father. <laughs> I am here. My heart has been bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. And I got at him. Look at that him. Look at that. It's wonderful. I stand amazed in the presence. I stand amazed in the presence. The song as I was celebrating God. What he has done for me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are crushed. Ah, for my sake. Lord Jesus. They put his best. The Bible said. For my sake and your sake, we are going to read Bible now. They were pulling his peers. They pulled it blood to be gushed out. They threw it on the ground. He said, you are the savior. Boom! Blood will come out. They threw it on the floor. Boom! Blood will come out. They threw it on the floor. They were doing these things to Christ, not because of himself. Because of me and you. They were pulling his peers. They threw it Throw it, throw it. He refused. They say it must come out. We are not going to use razor. We are not going to use scissors. It must come out so that you will know you are a stupid man. And Jesus opened not his mouth. He was quiet. Looking at them. Looking at them. For what reason? For me and for you to be free. For me and for you to have life. And they put that one, put that one, he finished. Blood was coming out. They said, this is nothing. The Bible said, the cup of thorn that they made for Christ, look at the size. The size of it is bigger than this. Bigger than my finger. Now, when they put it there, a hand. Do you know what they did? They said they're hitting it. They were hitting it. They were hitting it. It was entering his brain. Jesus was shouting. Father, Father, they want to kill. He said, yes, that is my will for you. I want you to die for these people to be free. Because for these people, they're already finished. These people have no case according to the law. The law has condemned them. Anyone that commits sin must do what? Die. The judgment is that he should die. 
as of the time we are talking, we are all slaves. 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 We are all slaves. All slaves. Held in the bondage of the devil. With chains. Prisoners. You can't even speak. You can't move an itch. Your destiny was inside a pit. Buried down. The devil was in perfect control of man. I will show you the Bible. Why did God say you should love him with all your heart? With all your soul? There shouldn't be any reserve. Any reserve. He did what your mother can do. He did what your father can do. When the time came, all of them ran away. They leave you. They leave me. My mother was running for her own life. The devil held her too. He held your father, held every one of us. No one can speak for the release of order. Only Jesus could stand. <laughs> Listen, I've been praying. I said, Lord, help me. How will these people understand? Understand. All I'm trying to do today is to make you have a picture. God didn't just say arbitrarily, for nothing. Thou shalt love me with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. There is something that he did that made him to demand such love. He wasn't just demanding the love arbitrarily. God is not just demanding for the love arbitrarily. He's not demanding it to cheat people. He's not a tax master. He's demanding for the love because there's something he did for us that no one could do for you. Nobody could do it for you. Now, this is the situation. The situation was so bad. So bad, so terrible. Slaves of the devil. The situation was bad. So bad. So bad. The situation was horrible and bad. Terrible. So terrible. So terrible. So bad. Because of the life the man carried. Because of all these things. All of these things. According to the law. According to the law. That any soul that sin it. Shall do what? Shall die. So the devil has upper hand. Over every man. That God created. Because man sinned. Man sinned. If God want to release these people. The devil said to him no. It is your law. You said it. That any soul that sin shall do what? Shall die. And God is not a liar. God is not a liar. God does not lie. Anything he says. He will always defend it. Anything God says, he stands by it. So when the devil was accusing man, God did not say, you are a liar. God said, you are right. Hold them. Do whatever you want to do with them. God kept quiet. Only what God could do was to look for a way out. Only what God could do was to look for a way out. <laughs> And we now discover that the only way out, according to the word of God, it must be by a sacrifice of a lamb without blemish. If man will be saved, if man will not go to hell, if man will not be crushed, if the hope of man will not end, if man will ever live again, 
it was a terrible situation, a hopeless situation, a situation that no man has an answer to. No man has an answer to it. And God turned and looked at his son, Jesus, and said, you are going to die. Do you want these ones to be free? There is no other solution. The only way they can be free is that you must die. You must die. If you won't die, these ones, they are finished forever. No hope for them. They will be hopeless forever and ever. They are all sinking in hell. They will all get to hell. And I can't do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. It is true I am God. But I said it in my word. And this state, my word will not come to pass. Heaven and earth will pass away. So the only hope of these people is that you, my son, you are the only one who can die for them. Because you are the lamb without blemish. At this stage, these ones are not talking about marriage. They're not talking about anything. They are slaves. They are prisoners of the devil. The devil does whatever he wants to do with them. If he wants to knock his head, come. If he wants to kill anyone, he will kill. They are in perfect control of him. Listen, understand where we are going to. What we are discussing here is why did God say, you will love me with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your what again? Mind. Why did God say it? It is important we understand it. It's not just reading Bible. Brr, brr. Then you jump out and say, I will love God with all of my heart. It's not true. You can't love him with all of your heart until there's a clear revelation of what Christ did for you. The love of God that is showed to us through his son Jesus Christ. How God loved me and you. I am condemned unclean. Every day I ought to stand in his presence. I mustn't love anyone, 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 including my father, my mother. If I want to really love them, I will first love him with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. That is when I can say, I love you, sister. And you agree with me. If I don't love the Lord with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind, if I say I love you, run. I might change tomorrow. I might change tomorrow. If the love of Christ has not been revealed to this man in his heart, and then he say, I love you, I love you. He might love because of sex. He wants to get sex. He can just quickly say to the wife, I love you. <laughs> just to get that night on. But in his heart, he knows. He knows something is wrong. Something is wrong. But if we must love genuinely, we must first of all let this revelation come. The love of Jesus, the love of God. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believe in him, God is no more counting what he did and what he did not do. God will forgive him. For the price that Jesus paid, for the price that Jesus paid on the cross of Calvary. But let me read some scriptures. Because it will not just be as if I'm just talking, talking, talking. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 8. 
Romans chapter 5, verse 1 to 8. We see the situation of man under chains of the devil, being humiliated without hope, without hope, being humiliated by the devil. His destiny, contamination, because of sin, causes. Jesus paid the price once. And what did he say? It is finished. On the cross of Calvary, he said to us, it is finished. Jesus is not a liar. If he didn't finish it, he won't tell us it's finished. Now, when he saw us in this situation, look at this scripture. Are you Romans? Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Verses 3. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also. Knowing that tribulation work a patient. Continue. And patient experience and experience hope. Verses 4. And hope make it to the ship because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. The Bible said we are passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. How did we love the brethren? The first thing God did was that he revealed to disciples the love of Christ, the love of God in their hearts. That's why they could love. You can't love anyone when they have not revealed the love of Christ that will make you to start loving God beyond everything. That will make you to start loving God more than everything. More than your wife, more than your children, more than your husband, more than money, more than position, more than anything. Can we go on? For when we get with our strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Until the revelation of Christ's death, until the revelation of Christ's sufferings, until the revelation of the humiliation of Christ, for my sake, for your sake, comes afresh in your heart, you can't love God well. You can't love God well. You cannot love God well. You can never love him well. We will only be going to church, playing religion, playing games, but we can't love him with all of our heart. That's why I look at people today, I see where church is begging people to give to God. I see where church is playing all manner of games for people to give to God. Instead of them showing them the love of Christ. When the love of Christ comes to a man, revealed, automatically the man begins to love God with all his heart, with all his soul, with all of his mind. He can give anything to God. He can give anything to God without anybody forcing him. He gives it willingly. He gives it joyfully. Because they have not let the people know the love of Christ. When the love of Christ is revealed in a man's heart, what he produces is loving God with all my, with all my, with all my. Nobody begs me to give the one I love. Nobody persuades me to give to him because I love him. I'll be giving him. And because I have loved him, I will not do you evil. 
Because I know he will hate it. Are you understanding? The one I love will hate me, beating my wife. I will sleep that day. If you slap your wife and you love Jesus, you'll be in prison. No, that's what they call spiritual prison. God will lock you in prison. You will stay there and be crying. You will be on your knees and be begging your wife because you are no. <laughs> Nobody will come to tell you. You will know. The life of Christ will leave you immediately. It will leave you. And when you know the life of Christ has left you, you know you are in a mess. You will know you are nobody. You will see before the wife will come back, you will be on your knees. It's not the one they say, pastor, kill the wife. They say, the woman, husband is pastor. Can you imagine? Nobody's true. But they will not know it's a title. Anybody can answer pastor. Anybody can answer bishop. I will say amen. Now continue with the scripture, verse 6 again. For when we are yet without strength, in due time Christ died for us. Now at this stage, there was no strength. We can't save ourselves. We can't even fight. Like those that always release fire, 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 fire. You can't say fire here. If you say it at this stage, the devil will deal with you. He will ask you who gave you mouth to say fire. Now, you see many people call fire. They don't know there is the one that made them to be free. Jesus died for them. When they don't have strength to say anything, when strength has finished, when they were hopeless, when we are hopeless, continue, seven, for scarcely, for a righteous man will one die, yet for adventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. But look at this one in verse 8. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet fornicators, while we were yet in homosexuality, while we were under curses, while we were stealing, while we are doing all manner of things, why we were masturbating, homosexual, why we are robbers, a cheat, in order to remain in government house or government work until you die. Why we were there condemned, under fornication, greed, selfishness, pride, and rest of them, all manner of sin, sorrow, hatred, all manner, Christ died for us. Because those things were the things that made us slaves of the devil. Those things were the things that made him to chain us. That we can't move to anywhere according to the law. But while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we are yet sinners, go to Isaiah. Isaiah 53. Give me from Amplify for us if you have Amplify. Let's demonstrate that one again so that you will understand what we are saying. Isaiah 53 verse 1. Who was believed? And trusted and rely upon and cling to our message for that which was revealed to us. This is the revelation. For that which was revealed to us. And to whom have the arm of the Lord been disclosed? Verse 2. For the servant of God grew up before him like a tender plant and like a root out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, royal kingly pomp, 
that we should look at him and know beauty, that we should desire him, is talking about Christ. Is beginning to describe Jesus for you. Go to verse 3. He was despised. Jesus was despised by men. Remember Jesus God. Despised by men. Because of who? Me and you. He was despised and rejected. And forsaken by men. A man of sorrows and pains. Acquainted with grief and sickness. And like one from whom men hide their face. He was despised and we did not appreciate his word or have any esteem for him. All of this that Jesus was passing through is not because he wasn't handsome. It's not because he didn't come with power. It's not because he's not God. But he had to suffer that in order to free me and you. Do you understand why he said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul. With all your mind. No one would have done this for you and me. Verses 4. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains. Or punishment, may I say to you today, the reason why you are still passing through the pains is because the revelation has not come. The revelation of the love of Christ comes to a man, he becomes completely free. Touch your neighbor, say, Have you ever caught this revelation of Christ before? Have you ever caught the revelation of the love of God for you before? Then ask him, Why are you like this? Why do you suffer the way you suffer? You suffer pains, you suffer headache. Only you ask the person, How many times will the devil cheat you? Ask the person, how many times would the devil cheat you? Or you don't believe what we are saying here. You remember where he started that report? Who has believed our report? To whom the arm of the Lord shall be revealed? Do you want the arm of God to be revealed in your life? You must believe the report of God. Concerning his son Jesus Christ, you must believe the report of God what Jesus passed through in love in order for me and you to be freed. What Jesus ought to suffer, what he suffered, what he passed through, the pangs. He says, surely he has borne our griefs. What it means that he has carried it. He carried it. He came in order to free us. He started pulling all of them. He started pulling all of them. He carried Look at all this wahala. He put it on himself. Carry this one. Put it on yourself. Jesus was carrying all of them. Carry this one. Put it on yourself. Carry the other one. Put it on yourself. All this was on Christ. All of this was on him. He was carrying it, carrying it, until he carried it. The whole world, your own, was included. I mean your own was included. My own was included. When he carried this, he carried it to the cross. He knelt it there. At this time, we are talking about resurrection. At this time, what we are talking about now is what? Resurrection. When he now resurrected, this is what Jesus was doing for you. Are you understanding why God said, you will love me with all your heart. 
I can't share it with anybody. You have to love me with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. No one did that. All this time, the father was watching. Immediately, he carried it. The father turned his back on him. And they cried and said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? The father said, we want to save them. We want to save all of them. They will kick him. Boom! You say you are God. Nonsense. For whose sake, please? Do you know why God said, you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, until this revelation comes. May I say something to you? You will love your neighbor. Is someone understanding what we are sharing here? He has to lose all of them. And say, go, go, go. Rejoice, rejoice. Feel free. Jesus set all of us free. He died on the cross of Calvary for we to be free. From the accusation of the wicked. He died on the cross for we to be free from the accusation of the wicked. God did not just wake up in the morning and say, you must love me with all your heart. He didn't just wake up and say, you must love me. No. There's a reason why you must love him that way. There's a reason why you must love him more than anybody. More than anyone. More than your mother. More than your father. More than your brothers. More than your sisters. That is why he said, it is 100% love. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart. That man is most to be feared. Who claims he loves his wife more than God? Is most to be feared. Any day you tell me I love you, I will ask you one question. Do you love the Lord with all your heart? With all your soul? With all your... He said, I love you now. I said, just leave me. I am asking you a sincere question. Do you love God with all your heart? With all your soul? With all your mind? That's the only time I can authenticate that this love you're confessing is true. If you can be honest wife, you tell your husband, I can't die for you. And husband, if you can be honest, you can tell your wife, I can't die you. Now we continue with that Isaiah. You look at how Jesus was striking, smitten and afflicted by God. By who, please? As if he's a leper, God permitted everything he was passing through. Why? He want to save me and you. Continue. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity, our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Do you know the reason why you are still suffering? What you are suffering? You know the reason why we still see ourselves dying every day. Pence is choking you. He's choking you on your head everywhere. You are getting down every day. The love of Christ has not been revealed in your heart. Why do you fear about success? Why do you fear that you might fail? The love of Christ has not been revealed in that heart. Anywhere you see fear is because the love of Christ has not been revealed in that heart. In order for that heart to begin to love God with everything. Anytime you see anybody, he's not sure of the future. 
and he's a child of God, go and check. That person's heart is void of the revelation of the love of Christ. Any day the love of Christ comes in a man's heart, all the way the man is singing. I am rejoicing that Jesus conquered the world without food. I am rejoicing. No school fees. I am rejoicing. No house rent. I am rejoicing that Jesus conquered the world. I am rejoicing. Praise the Lord. Because he knows Jesus died and secured a glorious destiny for me already. Whatever my eyes is seeing does not mean anything. That man knows that a future have been secured for me. In the first place, as I was a sinner, he came. What manner of love is that? I was useless when he came to pick me. That means there must be something that made him to pick me. Who do I love more except him? He is the love of my heart. He is the one that I can die for. He is the one that is why you see the disciples laid down their lives. They were begging the people that came to kill them. They said, please, they want to kill them like Jesus. They said, please, we are not equal to him. We are not saying you shouldn't kill us. We are actually rejoicing that we are dying for the master. But please, can you turn us upside down? We are not qualified to die like him. It's only him that died on the cross to save me and to save you. Have you finished that scripture? Can we go on again? We're looking at what Christ passed through. Look at the sufferings. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has made to light upon him the guilt and the iniquity of us all. Of us all. <laughs> God carried the iniquity of the whole world and placed on Jesus. He carried the trouble of the whole world and climbed it on Christ. Say, carry it. Verse 7. He was oppressed. Yet when he was afflicted, he was submissive and opened not his mouth like a lamb that is laid to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. Why? He understood that this is about these people. What am I quarreling them for? Let them kill me so that they can be free. Jesus died for you. Not just death, a crowd death. A terrible one. They tore him into pieces. The Bible said they beat him beyond recognition. That if you look at him, you can't recognize him again. They beat him beyond recognition. They tore him into pieces. They used 39 strikes to the kid. Look at, you don't understand what I'm saying. That is Kobako, you know Kobako. They use it, they put razor inside it. Razor. If they flog him, the thing will go around him with the razor. They will now pull it. So the razor will tear his body. Pop, 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 pop. Blood will gush out. But they never knew that blood was what was washing away our sins. That was the sacrifice. The more they tear his body, as the blood gush out, God is saying, okay, we have got what we need. He was there shouting and crying, my father, my father. The father said, no problem. Carry on. Carry on. You are very close to it. Once you give up the ghost, I will take over. 
is the only way these people can be freed. If you don't go that path of Calvary, they can never ever be freed. Their heads can never be lifted. And I'm preaching today is because Jesus died. So Jesus died for me and you. Eight. Is sitting in it. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And as for his generation, who among them consider that he was caught off out of the land of living? Jesus never married. He never had a baby. He was cut off. He had to die. He had to die. He just came to die for me and you. Verse 9. And they assigned him a grave with the wicked and with the rich. Although he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Verse 10. Yet it was the will of the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief and made him sick. When you and he made his life an offering for sin, and he has risen from the dead, in time to come, he shall see his spiritual offsprings, he shall prolong his days, and the will and pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Can we shout the name? Today the will of God is prospering in his hand. That's why you're here. Today, Jesus is seeing his offsprings. You are among them. Can we see the reason why he said, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all everything. No reservation. Love all reservedly. Don't keep it for anything else. All should go to him. All should go to him. Until we understand this thing. Honestly speaking, it's a joke. You will see people claiming, I love you. I love you. I love you. Let it set. You will know whether they love you or not. You also can be claiming, I love you. I love you. You go set. You will know. You've seen a man that loved a wife with all of his heart. And it happened that the wife was tricked by another man. And he sleep with the man. It ends that day. But when you understand the love of Christ, when we understand the love of Jesus, as we are yet what? Sinners. Christ did what? Died for us. As we are condemned, Christ did what? Died for us. He came and carried our sickness, our diseases, everything on himself. Can we understand this truth at this stage? I want to stop here for today. Tomorrow we continue so that I can release you to go. Can we understand it at this stage? To ask yourself a question, where am I? Have I understood this love of God? Actually, I have been a Christian many years. Is there any time the love of Christ has been revealed to my heart? Has it been ever revealed? Have I considered how this my Savior died? The greatest message to ever preach in the whole world is that Jesus did what? Died for you. Anybody that understood that message, it is over. Jesus died for you. I am not under any cause. If you near me and say cause, breaking causes, I will tell you off. Get out of this place. There's no cause on me. No cause on my wife. No cause on my children. There's nobody whom Jesus died for. There's still any cause. Jesus carried the whole cause. 
He carried your own. He carried my own. If there's sickness on your body, Jesus carried it. If there is pain, Jesus carried it. If there is disease, Jesus carried it. Only what he's saying, do you believe? Can you see what I've done for you on the cross of Calvary? Can you see the suffering that I suffered for you? If you can see it, from this hour, begin to resist the devil. I tell you from this moment, any day you tell the devil this truth, the devil knows that this is the truth. Go and ask him. I always tell him that. He comes every day to shake me. He will touch me and say, let's look. I'll begin to speak to him. I'll begin to speak to him. I said, do you understand what he said? He said, who has believed our report? To whom the arm of the Lord shall be revealed. Jesus carried my pains. He carried my disfigurement. He carried everything that is wrong with me. If you understand this, go to other translations and see. I have gone to all these translations and check these scriptures. It has entered me. I live with it every day. I live with it every day. He comes to tell me, hey, I will do you this. I say, you know you're a fool. You can't do me that. You, can't, you don't even have the power. Again. If Jesus said he carried something, or God, he carried it. Jesus is not a liar. He carried your poverty. He carried your pains. Your family is not supposed to die poor. Ah! Your family is not supposed to die with one disease in the family. He says it's running in our family. There's no one running in your family because you belong to the family of God now. If you are born again, you belong to the family of God. If you are a child of God, you belong to the family of God. I knew a long time that I don't belong to the family of my father. In the physical, you might see me there. But in the spiritual, I know I belong to the family of God. Anything happening in that family is minus me. Minus me. If the same people are poor, they I say minus me. If the same people die, they I say minus me. Jesus died for me. He died for you. He died for the whole world to be saved. Can somebody begin to pray now? Whatever you say in your life that you hate, begin to address it. If you are a child of God, don't leave this meeting with any disease. Don't leave this meeting with the harassment of the devil. Refuse to leave this meeting with fear. Refuse to leave this meeting with intimidations of the devil. Tell him it's over. Jesus died for me. It's enough. First of all, pray. I want the congregation to pray. If you laugh with the devil in your situation, it will continue. If you are laughing with the devil, it will continue. Until you tell him no. It's not me. The devil came and told me I'll paralyze you. I said no now. You can't. Jesus carried it. I know he carried it. He carried your pains. Jesus is not a liar. Begin to address that trouble in your life. Get that trouble that Jesus died for me. He carried it. You can't keep me down anymore. You can't keep me down anymore. I must love the Lord my God with all my heart. I have seen the reason why he gave me that commandment. No one could have done what he has done for me. Ah, Jesus. 
No one could have died for me. No one could have restored my destiny back. No one would have restored my value back. My value was lost. My destiny was crushed. But Jesus recovered it. I will love him with all of my heart. With all my soul. With all of my mind. I will not be a deceiver. Claiming I love people. Without loving the Lord. Lord Jesus, walk in the midst of your people. Change every heart here. Let the hearts of men be changed. Let the hearts of men be changed. Change the heart of your people to begin to think aright. Change our heart to think aright. Begin to ask the Lord because of his love. I will not carry the pains again. I will not carry the shame again. I will not carry the sorrow again. I will not be intimidated by the devil anymore. Justified by faith. Justified by his blood. Lord Jesus, you love me. You love me, Lord. You love me, Lord. You saved me from condemnation. You saved me from condemnation of the devil and the world. You love me, Lord. You shed your blood on the cross of Calvary for my sins, Lord. You died for me, Jesus. You were wounded, O oh Lord, for my own transgressions, bruised for my iniquities, the chastisement that was needed for my well-being was laid upon you. By your stripes I am healed. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, save me from pains. Save me from Satan. Save me from pains. Save me from this agony. Save me from the troubles. Save me, O oh Lord. Hear my cry, Jesus. Hear my cry, Jesus. La Thomas waka preniadush. Bila goska palande gebe mo indi. Betona so preniadush. Abika bika no suka maletu pranando. Mikrakita kusuka maladush. Apronyados kapaladish. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' most precious name, we are prayed. Now I'm going to pray for you as we close. Father, in the name of Jesus. I lift up your children before you. Lord, I ask you that you will express your love toward them again. Express your love toward these precious ones because of the love that you have loved us. I ask that every body they have entered here with, that the enemy placed on them, let it be lifted in the name of Jesus. You said it shall come to pass on that day that the burdens of the enemy shall be lifted off our shoulder and its yoke of our neck. Because of the anointed in the name of Jesus. He said every yoke shall be destroyed. I stand upon that rock Jesus. I command every yoke of oppression. Every yoke of pains. Every yoke of disease. Wherever is hiding. In the body of these precious ones. I command them to come out in the name of Jesus. I command them to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. You say the stranger they shall hear of me. As they hear they will fade away from their hiding places. With fear and trembling, I command every stranger that is occupying the bodies of your people that you said is your temple and the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost, I command those strangers to come out in the name of Jesus. I destroy their roots in the name of Jesus. Whatever building they have built in those bodies, we bring it down today in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus paid the price, they are not permitted to pay the price again. I decree, O oh Lord, they have made every withhold. They are set free from the crown of their head to the bottom of their foot in the name of Jesus. 
anyone that thinks are moving around their body. Lord, I speak today. Let us seize in the name of Jesus. Anyone that anything is moving around, he is our body. I command, let the fire of God, O Lord, destroy that in the name of Jesus. Whatever poison, O Lord, it might be pains of any kind, we speak against them in the name of Jesus. We command them from their root, be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I decree you are made every withhold. From the crown of your head to the bottom of your feet, in the name of Jesus, enjoy the peace of God. Enjoy what Christ has finished for you. In Jesus' most precious name we are prayed. I know you are blessed by the message just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at Suite E23, C2C Plaza, Bukiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-6022-330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.